Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Softball Diaries, episode 58. I'm Matthew Bukovetsky, here with my co-host Alex Kleger. Hey there, Softball Universe. Welcome back to another episode of Softball Diaries. Uh, you know, you know Buko? Full-on fall baseball right now. Full-on fall everything. Yeah, Kleger, you've been enjoying the... Uh... The, the playoff baseball, playoff atmosphere? Uh, I've, I've been enjoying watching the games, but I always hate to see any team that's not the Phillies win, frankly. I don't know who to root for. What, you don't want to cheer for the Indians? I definitely, no, I definitely don't want Cleveland to win a fucking other championship this year. Uh, I'm sort of rooting for the Dodgers, but oh, I yeah, st- ultimately yeah. still would love to see all the teams lose. <laughs> Is that possible? All right, anyway, uh, here in studio we have Dan Martino. Uh, Hello. There's Dan. Hey, I made uh, Might be confused with Dan Cask because of some weird Facebook thing. Yeah, What's up with that, quickly? Um, I had a... Oh, God. Just, just, you just don't want to be... No, I know. had a lot of like people from grade school being like, Hey, Dan, you didn't get fat and bald. How are you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope to, I hope to one day also be some That's of so, the like, people terrible. in high school. I, like, I, you didn't I, get hot. I can't believe that was your first question. Oh, I'm so, I, I just it just. I was thinking about. Dan I've been Cask, thinking about changing like, it back though because no one knows who Dan Cask is. Yeah, it's true. Is it Cask is just like, random? Yeah, totally random. Really? Uh yeah. Hmm. Mm. Confusing. I uh, didn't like how. So you know, uh, when I started, a, I started a band where I was the singer and, and guitar player, and I wanted to kind of do this thing that I thought was really cool back when. I used to play um, punk music with like some people that lived in Jersey, and a lot of times what they do is they like just assume their first name and the the last name is like the last name, like the name of their band. So like okay. Eric Rizzo, and I, you know, I probably haven't even talked about Eric in a while. But I used to be in a band with him and a few other people years and years ago called Our Time, and their band before that was called Rizzo. And so I don't know, I just kind of took on that idea. I was like, I wanted to, I started a band called Cask and Company, and just to kind of make it easy on myself instead of coming up with some other fake name. Okay. You know? Martino and Company, though, is not bad. Yeah, you know what my problem was with that? It was always that, like, Martino felt very ethnic, and I didn't want people to come in and expect me to be, like, singing Italian love songs. Yeah, it feels like kind of like a, like a beverage distri- yeah. distributor. Yeah, and there was, like, a famous. To be fair, I would listen to the Italian company. love songs. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Oh, Italian crooner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Andrea Bocelli. Yeah. But, you know, I just didn't want anyone to come in with any kind of expectation, and Cask is, like, not an ethnicity. It's not an ethnic-sounding name, you know what I mean? Such a cask. Totally. Oh so we're going to do... We've got a lot of game recaps to catch up on, but they're going to be great. We have three of them. Um, and then we're going to do a great interview. That was just a little preview. Yeah. Uh, Steph, are you happy that hockey's back? Oh, I'm very happy hockey's uh, the, back. The Flyers won their first game? Mm-hmm. Have they played again since then? Yeah, they, they, they had, beat the Coyotes. Or did no, they, lose they the lost in overtime to the Coyotes. Uh, they, they're no, it's a long all season. on the yeah. West Coast. Yeah, there's eighty some games left. Tiger, so. did you atone for your uh, sins from the past year? I actually had a really nice Yom Kippur this year. Um, the fasting was not that bad. Uh, the sermon, even though it was pretty generic, you know, really opened my eyes and a little bit as to like you know what the whole Yom Kippur thing's about. And the spread at my mom's friend's house where we went to eat to break the fast just. Fantastic. That's good. Did you she eat too spent, fast and hurt your stomach? Or, uh, you avoided no, that? I didn't. What, what I really <laughs> like about Dinah, shout out to Dinah, is she spends a lot of money on food, so quality was there. Mm, delicious. Oh, that's good of her. Yeah, dude, the smoked salmon really makes a difference, apparently. <laughs> apparently. Yeah. Cool. Cool. By the blues. I said, woo! By the blues. 
So let's get this recap spectacular on the road. Um, the game one from three weeks ago was between Tom Kelly and Justin Siebel. And I honestly did not even remember Justin Siebel was at this game, but that's really great. Um, so let's see. It was Tom Kelly's Buko's grandma's big nice rack versus uh, yeah. the master debaters. Right. So, uh, yeah, that, <laughs> that um, thing seems a little stranger when you take a step back from the team names. Uh, it was totally normal at the time, I I think. No, it wasn't. Okay, so <laughs> the thing that very uncomfortable. The thing that, that that really made an impact here was uh, it was Sam's I guess first game back in a while. Um, first game since Sam as Herman. well. Sam Herman, um, and he started off at first, and for I forget which team he was on, but he recorded five out of the first six outs but completely unassisted, like double plays, fielding the ball, all by himself. Wow. Which is really weird. Yeah, yeah, and and catching up with John Stone. So after he was on the podcast, he said, hey, I like to play the outfield. Played the outfield the whole game, snagged at least four balls, played just a brilliant outfield. So that was really interesting. Yeah, he was sort of keeping, I remember that, uh, Zach Gross was pitching and giving up a ton of fly balls, but uh, luckily he had a guy in center field tracking them down. I think that's how it happened, right? It's beautiful to see, you know? It's just an emerging talent right there. Um, and, you know, softball veteran Mark Vaughn pitched effectively is something that I wrote down. Uh, uh, <laughs> he, yeah, he didn't give up any runs. Uh, it's been a while since he pitched effectively. Yeah, he's more like of he's, a put-the-ball-in-play kind of guy. Yeah. He's not really going to challenge you. Gives up doubles. Hits doubles, too, though. He, so. he throws it kind of slow sometimes, so it often will throw people off. Uh, yeah. A lot of trouble hitting the slow stuff. Yeah, so final score was 9-1, to one, the Tom Kelly's Bugos, Grandma's Big Nice Rack one nine 9-1. Yeah. All right. Um, game two, two weeks ago, was captained by John Stone versus Cody Wren. Yeah. Uh, Cody demanded to be a captain for this one. Uh, I think we might have pushed him into it a little bit. No. He came there to me and was like, I want to be captain. And I was like, who do you want to go against? And he's like, oh, I don't know. Anyway, I wound up going up against uh, John Stone. Cody was uh, very competitive in this game. He, he was really... awful. It's just the, the shittiest version of Cody. Okay. Um, wow, okay. It was. It's really... I don't know if that was the shittiest version of Cody. <laughs> <laughs> well, to me, I mean, it was Relatively, very annoying. Relatively, I would say that's not the shittiest he version He was extremely... Of Cody. So his team... Um, the Street Life of Zach and Cody. Great name. I like yeah, that hilarious. a lot. Versus Thanks for the Beer, Cody. Also funny. So Cody's team, I was on Cody's team, and we um, we fell down almost immediately, and Cody got really mad, really, really, really... I thought he was being positive. Yeah, it was positive, but it was like a very strange Aggressive positive. positive. Yeah. yeah, and we clawed our way back, and he took a lot of credit for that, but eh, that's, the way, that's what happens. He did like to yell money ball a lot, but that's sort of his catchphrase. Uh, nobody knows what it means, but... Oh yeah, yeah. He, he sort of he has a definition of what yeah. he thinks Moneyball means, but what actual he means, he means take a lot of money pitches. I'm not really sure. I don't know. Um, but Cody did end up winning here. Yeah, and Cody talked a ton of tr- trash. The big thing was that he thought somebody stole his beer, 
Which again, I don't think anyone stole his beer. Somebody so. probably did steal his beer. What? Nobody steals beer at like. I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm not I like I'm not suggesting that people actually like stole but like he did have a half a case of Budweiser, super important, super valuable, beautiful Bavarian hops. Um and most of them were gone. Although he said you can have beer if you want, and it's like I don't I don't even know. For the record, I did look for empty beer cans and none. None were found. So. Yeah, we had to because he moaned about it. He, I think he he walked out by like third base and and tried to take a timeout because uh, his beers were missing. Yeah, which you know, I mean, we've all maybe been there. I'm, I don't know. Um, yeah. So Dan, you had a you had a grand slam in this game. I did. How'd that feel? Uh, it feels amazing. You, you know. hit that ball really far. The, the the fence was, I think, the furthest back it's ever been to the point where there were actual gaps between the pieces of the fence. That would have been very interesting if it landed somewhere in the vicinity Some of the fence because it would. Yeah. But you you said it uh, uh, well past the fence. It was not an issue. It's a moonshot. <laughs> it's probably one of the few Grand Sams. I don't know if there's been another Grand Sam this year. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I, I don't think there has been. Uh, I had one taken away from me early on by Matt Smith. Uh, That's not a Grand Slam. It would have been a Grand Slam. But that's it. not. The I know. That's how I know it's not. But I'm just saying I'm still bitter. Still reliving those glory years. Definitely, I'm not asleep. I'm just thinking about it. Yeah. So I thought <laughs> what, was, what was interesting about this game is that we picked up um, two, let's just say, Fishtown locals. Yeah. On one side, um, there was Matt walking his dog. What was his dog's name? I think his name was Mike. Actually, Mike. Mike. And what and was the dog's name? Seamus. Uh, you know, he's like, oh, do you guys play softball? And it's like, yeah, we are. And then he was like, oh, great. Can't wait to go, like, run home, get beer. He came out, and he was he was ready to play. And he still um, brought his dog back, and I was like, hey, you can't bring your dog in here because that lady yelled oh, at us. Oh, but then the, we moved the dog outside, right, and it then, was sad. Then the dog know, came back well, in. And then he and, was still sad. That dog was mad. Um, uh, it was a beautiful dog, but it was very... Um, it was vocal. Antsy. It was antsy. Is it just he yeah. just didn't the like? The dog was definitely dissatisfied. Yeah, but who can tell? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Maybe he was very satisfied. He's just voicing his approval right. constantly. Yeah, Matt, <laughs> Matt, Mike, Mike, Mike also brought half a case of beer, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then later, the other side of Fishtown showed up a, um, I guess a bigoted, tanned homeless man. He's a trash picker, dude. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. He was Classic a, scrapper. He's yeah, yeah. talk to himself. Yeah, and he was talking about everything he said to us was like, "When you guys are done, I'm gonna clean up." And they're like, oh, "Okay." It's like <laughs> we, we clean up, and he was yeah. like, "Okay, I'll be back in 15 minutes." Yeah. And then he came back. Yeah, I don't know. He talked a lot, but that yeah. was fun. His damp fall ball, something I wrote down, um, and it was also more importantly the debut of the Sean Murphy Memorial mural oh, uh, yeah, in the right. back on the on the right field wall. Uh, for those of you that don't know about Sean Murphy, Google him, because I don't really know anything about him either. But he died, I assume? He died, yeah. He's a Fishtown local yeah. that was going to be, ba- that, that got drafted, but then died suddenly. Uh, I'm sure drugs weren't involved. I'm sure they, involved. yeah, who knows. Um, so, let's see, Cody won 12-7. to 7. Yeah, yep, that was a good game. <laughs> <laughs> World Series ring, he stays modest, he don't boast. Now he's off to California, where he'll make history on the coast. Nolan Ryan, he's a hero to us all. Nolan Ryan, he stands straight and he stands tall. 
He don't mess around, boys. He just throws a mean fastball. And finally, the most recent game uh, was a battle of the Zacks. Uh, I believe this is a is there a rematch? A rematch. Uh, originally won by Zach Crone. Uh, I guess like right before he he went on tour. Uh, oh, is that why he was gone? Yeah, yeah, he was sense. on tour with his band. Um, so I I missed the bur- early part of the game because uh, I was at Colney Dre. Uh, how how was the ceremony? It's, Terrible. Uh, it's a very like it's a, just like a super somber like. And the lady that does the one that my parents go to is like she's a real. Uh, uh, she she really likes to. She knows it's her moment in the sun, and she really she tries to hit high notes, and then she realizes she can't hit the high notes, but it's too late. Was there that's, any that's was a, there <laughs> any shofar involved? No, no, you don't do that in Colonia. You only uh on a little bit of shofar would be nice. Yeah. Braided candle action though, right? Uh, I missed that part, too. I showed up to services a little late. Ah, right, whatever. You know what? It's not my fault. Whatever. All right, oh, yeah. so this game this game just happened to uh, end up on Kate's birthday, so there was beautiful balloons, candy, supplied by Steph, and did you bring the candy, or was that Erica? No. Uh, uh, Erica no. brought the candy. Candy. And I brought the, the balloons. The balloons were great, and the, the happy birthday thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, my coworker Jesse came out, it was pretty cool. He actually, we spent, like, some time together, it was, like, it was nice, it's something that we try to do. Um. What? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. That was no, weird. I don't know. Um, so Dan, you also had a home run in this game. I did. First at bat, and, um, I think you were on the Zach Grosses who were down, and we were really excited because we were trying to get our offense going, but, uh, I think that you were shut out after that. Yeah, Zach, um, when Zach took over for pitching, he has those, like... Oh, Zach, when Zach Crone took over right, for right, pitching. Right, right, mm-hmm. uh, Knuckleballs. Those knuckleballs, I just, you know, I have, I have no idea what to do when those come in. Yeah, I feel really bad because you can see his grip, so I just didn't swing at any of his knuckleballs because he throws everybody one fastball. It's usually the first or second pitch. Yeah. And he I... He does tip his pitches. <laughs> you can see the knuckleball yeah, yeah, really yeah. easily. So I feel really bad because I didn't swing at a single knuckleball and he just walked me and it seemed to be really frustrating and like I know that's not the point of the game but like throw me more fastballs and I would definitely would have swung at any fastball just tipping every all, all of my things <laughs> okay yeah there's the strategy for a clugger uh clugger it says you had an outfield assist oh yeah oh with a bare hand that was incredible actually. yeah I don't know I like so what there was Rachel Sanders was on first base first base yeah. and I guess there was two outs yeah, there was two outs, and the ball got past Zach Gross, and I really... Yeah, like, Gabe, Gabe hit the ball uh, pretty hard into the outfield. I had totally given up on the play, because yeah. like, I figured it was just a hit, but then, like, I don't know, the ball somehow bounced into my hand, and I just threw it at Zach Gross, because Gross is a huge target, and she, she was out. Yeah, uh, like, I wasn't really her fault. I mean, she ran on the play. I mean, she maybe did bust down the line or whatever, but, like, she just... It was just a really heads-up play by you, Alex. It was totally... It was, a, it was just a total, like, coincidence that the ball just literally, like... It popped up into my hand, yeah. basically. And, uh... I, I just remember this, that uh, I didn't see it, but Steve Ergo was super grumpy because apparently Chris Maltby had a diving incredible play or something in the outfield. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he did have a really... It was like... He took, like, the total wrong route to the ball and, like, I don't even know how he oh, caught the Hunter, that ball. the Hunter Pence it was just diving like, play. It was, yeah. <laughs> It was great. The actually the corner outfield play from the Zach Crones was was amazing all night. They yeah. they took away a few home runs early, I think, and yeah. really shut the right door field, in terms yeah. of yeah, which I think was Mike or was that not Mike? That was oh, was that the new guy? Evan? I don't know. Or, I don't know. I, uh, yes, I don't it know. was. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I, again, I didn't. 
missed a lot of that stuff. He stole that early uh, uh, Zach Rose home run. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which was just a line drive. It was a, oh, he belted yeah. the shit out of it. It, like, curved, and he thought that it was like he was going to miss it, and he just snagged it. It yeah. was crazy. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and Zach Rose had a really good play spearing a line drive at shortstop. Um, final score, I forget. I think this was, like, 12-6. Zach Crones mm, won. Pretty comfortably, right? Yeah. yeah. The Crones won. They beat the Grosses. Um, so, Crones up 2 nothing in the series of Zach versus Zach. Oh, yeah. And I do want to say that our uh, long softball nightmare is over. I do have a new scorebook to write down the scores in the past three games. I haven't had a scorebook, and I've been using other methods to try and write down the uh, stats. So, it's over, guys. We made it. <laughs> Where'd you go to get a scorebook? Uh, Amazon.com. I don't know if you've heard of it. Wow. Prime, prime eligible? Yeah. Nice. Good thing it only took you a month. <laughs> I wanted to stop at Modell's, but I never went to Modell's, and it's, I just bought it on Amazon. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Well, I'm sitting here uh, thinking about those Philadelphia Phillies And some may think I'm talking about baseball But I'm talking about the ones that wear them dresses oh so pretty And the way they swing should be against the law There's a lot of dangerous curves in that beautiful city Oh, but you never see no warning signs and if you want to get right down to the nitty-gritty, oh, you can bat a thousand every time. All right, listeners out there, put your hands together for Dan Martino. Yeah, pause for, pause for applause, right? Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, it's I'm sure, oh, I'm sure people you, are. Everyone. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, welcome to Softball Diaries. I appreciate it. It's great to be here. So... Dan, I was doing some research on uh, tall people. Okay. In case people didn't know, because this is a uh, podcast, <laughs> you're tall. You're pretty tall. What are you? Five six. Six six. six. <laughs> five six. Five, six. Like always wants everyone to be shorter. Than five him. six is tall in my family. Six four. Okay. Six four. Yeah. Six four. So like not the tallest person in the world. No, I think it's it's I think great. You, you definitely appear taller. You're just a big guy. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. I think six four is just tall enough to not be like freakishly tall. Like right. You know, any taller, I'd have to like duck to get into my like doorways. Right. Totally, but I imagine it's still an inconvenience. Five nine for me works out really well. Yeah. Um, yeah well, if the world is bed for five. Like nine I don't fit people. on airplanes. Five nine and a half. That's kind of terrible. <laughs> oh yeah, airplanes perfect oh, for me. I'll see, middle seat. I don't care. Complete nightmare. For yeah. Me. yeah. But anyway, um, Malcolm Gladwell writes that job interviews with tall people. There's like, uh, there's a certain bias. There's an there's an unconscious association with tall people, particularly men, of a positive thing. Right. Have you ever uh, experienced this in your life? Not nothing that I can say offhand. Uh, I've had the same job for about ten years, so I haven't had to be, I haven't had gone to too many job interviews. But I think most most often than not, I just get a lot of like, "Hey, big guy, can you yeah. help me out with this or that?" You know, it's I get it's I get like fingered for a lot of like small tasks that other people don't. Maybe. Oh right, yeah. You know. Yeah, I get that at work too, just because I'm the only male. Right. Just, uh, I, they assume I can carry stuff up and downstairs for them. Yeah. Same thing. I yeah. have to like carry heavy things all the time. Do you feel like maybe respect? It's definitely easier to respect someone taller than you than it is to like. Yeah. Like I don't. If somebody's short, like yelling at you up. It's like 
It's like, come on. Yeah. Nobody yells at me. I don't get like a lot of static in the street. You know, like oh yeah, that that's definitely true. People, I notice people cross the street to avoid me. Yeah, which is a funny thing. Does that offend you? Nah, I mean it is what it is. It's not like I'm going to stop them and tell them yeah. that I'm a real nice Just guy. Just because I'm tall doesn't hey! mean horrible. <laughs> get over here. Let me tell you how nice I am. Get back. Yeah. No, I haven't done that before. But you know, it is what it is. I don't know. The only the only downside is not having any idea how tall anyone else is because everyone else is like shorter than I am. Yeah. You know, I you don't have yourself to gauge people by. Right. Okay. You know, oh, he's a little taller than me. I get it. But like, I also see somebody like down the street and they'll look super freakishly tall. And I'm like, oh my god, look at that fool! And then I'll walk <laughs> past them, and I'll be taller than them, and it's a little de- depressing. Oh, okay. You know, six four is not even crazy tall. You just you do appear tall. Maybe you're wearing boots all the time it makes you like add yeah. another inch. All right. Well, we'll probably come back to your your tallness later on. <laughs> but um, last question related to tallness. So, uh, can you dunk a basketball? I can. Nice. And there's a photo of me on Instagram doing so in like dress shoes and my like jean jacket, and no one believes it. Oh, straight. so you could dunk on like a twelve foot net then? I don't know if that's full athletic true, gear, but oh, I think I've seen that. Yeah, because I remember making a comment about like, did you like shatter the backboard? Like, <laughs> like you know, yeah, well, like can you like what if you were playing? Like some people can dunk just like if they if everything's right. They can just run up and dunk. Can you, like, if you were playing a basketball game, do you think, like... Something... It would be easier because I think the picture... Yeah, you were standing you're... still and just vertically jumped up. Okay, that's impressive. That's, that's... Uh, standing dunk is impressive. Yeah, you got, you got good wingspan. Right. I got it all, man. <laughs> all right, so... So... You're involved in this 1882... 18, 1864. 1864 yeah. baseball. Um, yeah. Do you mind just doing, like, an intro for the folks at home? Yeah, I mean, it's you would recognize it as as modern baseball. The only difference, if you were watching us, is we have we have wool uniforms that you know look have a vintage look to them, and uh, there are no gloves, uh, and because of that, there's a lot more stealing. So, like normally, if you were playing baseball and someone was going from first to second stealing, like yeah. you would be able to like rocket the ball to the second baseman or the shortstop or whoever. Mm-hmm. But because there's no gloves involved, a lot of times that that if you throw it too fast, you'll get an error because either the person cannot catch it or won't catch it, yeah. which leads to... I can imagine anything that short hops is almost impossible to catch. Right. But so yeah. so speaking of hops, so like if you, you're allowed to get one bounce. So like if you hit a fly ball to outfield, yeah. you're allowed to catch it off a single bounce. Okay. And still oh, down. okay. You know, you get a little bit of shit about it. Like people will call you unmanly. Yeah. But, also, if it bounces once, the people on the bases can advance. So, like, if it's a big, oh, uh, so you don't need to like tag up. Shot out to like center, Interesting. and it bounces once. As soon as it bounces, somebody on third can take off for home. You know, huh. the strategic possibilities are pretty interesting there. Yeah, it totally. It changes definitely changes some dynamic. It does. Obviously. So, how did you get involved? Uh, a buddy of mine, Matt, um, took us out to this. Uh, it was an event they were having called uh, Bring Your A's Game, and uh, we were just going to go out there and like watch these old. Old guys, because it's sort of like, um, you know, the Civil War reenactors. I mean, it's the Civil War era, 1864. (laughs) Instead of, like, pretending to shoot each other, we play competitive baseball. So we went out there, and we were going to, like, drink some beers and watch these, you know, nerds play baseball. Yeah. And they they needed more players when we got out there, and so they just kind of, like, asked the uh, audience or whatever, you know, if anybody feels like playing, come on up. And I hadn't played baseball in years, you know, I didn't, I didn't play high school ball or anything. Like, you know, I probably stopped in grade school, and so I was 
otherwise going to be bored to death sitting there. So I just decided to play, and I managed to like hit a home run over the right fielder's head. And by by, by the time I was like rounding second, they were like, "You're on our team now." <laughs> so you know, and it, it's fun because it's like. It's like a dart league or something like that. It's like yeah. a bunch of guys that give each other shit. You know what, it is, what it's like playing softball. Yeah, kind of you know, like Everyone yeah, just yeah. kind of like bust each other's balls all mm-hmm. day. And um, we're a pretty terrible team. So we like lose often. Do you? Did you? So it's a league. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. There's how a, many teams? I think there are upwards of twenty. I don't know for twenty. For sure, but it's, we're it's in the like, Mid Atlantic League, so there are teams all the way up to Maine. Um, down to Virginia, and uh, we play as many as we can, as often as we can. We have a every year we have a um, a tournament at the Navy Yard, which is when you actually get to see a lot of these teams. Like that's when everybody, like you know, like I said, like the teams from Maine and New York, they all come down to mm-hmm. play. There's actually a guy on the Gotham's, the team from New York, that literally wrote the book on like underhanded pitching, and he's a he's a menace, dude. He like the rule is you can pitch as fast as you can throwing below your belt, so it is. In a sense, like softball, where you throw it underhanded, but like you can, some of these guys are like just pros and they can just launch it. And uh, I think the rule changed because pitchers ultimately started you know, <laughs> back in the 1800s started hiking up their belt like that's, under their that's uh, under their armpits. And yeah, so eventually, yeah. like fuck it, just throw it overhanded. So there's no overhand throws in this league. No. So do you do you, do you have to like buy the uniform? Like, yes. Where do you? And it's expensive. Yeah. So is is there like a historical component of it? Do you ever like talk it's, about like a specific day that you're doing and like what else happened and like any sort of like not like on a day to day, but like so I don't do this because I'm not as well versed in the history of it. But there are a lot of guys on the team that are like huge history buffs. Mm-hmm. Like you know we have a we have a tournament in in, uh, in Gettysburg and that's always a huge treat for all these people because they can take you around the fields and tell you what happened where. Um, so typically on a, on a regular game you'll get like what we call historically I think they're called cranks, which is the people who watch spectators we call oh. them cranks. Okay. I don't know where the name came from, but uh, they'll come up to you and ask you all kinds of questions about the history of it, and you you know you're expected to know a fair bit, but you know no one ever really comes up to me for. Some no one ever goes reason. who led the American League and. In- Batting average in eighteen. Some guys on the team will know that stuff, yeah. but I have no idea. What is like a good batting average for the eighteen sixty two league? About five hundred is good, you know, okay. between four and five hundred, because like it's like you're expected to hit. Like if you go up and sh- like no one strikes out. Very rarely do you get a strikeout. Oh, with a hardball? What's the yeah. is, is the baseball just a regular baseball? It's a, it's a it's the same size as a baseball, maybe a, a hair bigger than a regular baseball. And slightly spongier, kind of the same sponginess you get out of softball, mm-hmm. but it's about the size of a baseball. They're all hand stitched, and whatever a regular ball is, I don't know if a regular ball is like uh, cork centered. Yeah, our ball's the opposite, like rubber. You know, okay. so I'm not sure what it is, but it's kind of interesting. The ball, like, the longer you play the game, the more like the looser the ball will get, and so by the end of the game, the ball's a lot more spongy. At first, it's like very, very hard, and it hurts to throw at people and catch but if you get a hold of like uh you hit it earlier in the game it goes farther it's pretty interesting yeah so who are your teammates like where do they come from an assortment of like history nerds and like we don't have a lot of guys that are ex like college players at all which is nice because the the whole league sort of like self-regulates in that sense it's like it's not like one team is exclusively comprised of guys that can just like destroy you yeah you know we like i was saying earlier we're like we're not a very good team because a lot of our guys are much more interested in the history and 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 
the camaraderie of just like busting each other's balls and playing not 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 like super competitive baseball. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Yeah. Is there, yeah. An, is there an asshole team that's super competitive? Yes, there are. Always are. Yeah. <laughs> there are a couple of them. Okay. One thing I'm interested <laughs> in is the catching. So there's no right. mitts. So, None. So what about catcher's equipment? Uh, there's like, nothing. There's no difference. So nope. do they just stand like 10, 10 feet further they stand, back? Some guys stand way up close and will catch the ball straight up as it comes in. And some guys stand back. Because what you want to do is you want to be able to catch somebody who's stealing from first to second on yeah. that, on, like, as soon as possible. So, like, you can kind of gauge a runner, judging by their body language, if someone's going to take off. And yeah. me at first base, I'll, I'll yell out, like, you know, running or going or yeah. something like that. And this way the catcher knows to, like, get a hold of it quick and try to, like, get it to second. But that also has consequences. Like, we have we had a guy, he didn't play this year, but he, he's played with us in the past. His nickname is Ironsides because he ran up on a pitch because somebody was stealing from first to second and the batter ended up swinging and, like, yeah. cracked him in the ribs. Yeah, I, 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 I'm sure. Yeah, that, like, that, literally, it's like a full swing baseball. I mean, I'm sure just, like, any deflection, yeah. like, any, any tip ball becomes pretty... <laughs> right, so that's the other fun thing. So, like I was saying earlier, like, if a ball... Oh my God. If a ball is, if there's like a moonshot into the outfield and someone manages to catch it on the bounce, it's an out. Same thing uh, for the catcher. So like if you foul tip and it yeah. just bounces into the catcher's hand, hand after one bounce, it's out. Oh, which wow. Is, which is devastating, you know, especially if you're like losing, you know. Yeah. So wait, if, wow. it's, if it's a foul ball and it bounces in foul territory and catches, is that an out? Yep. Interesting. Yeah. It's like, really interesting. Like really if you hit a big one out there and... It's in foul territory, and the guy gets on one bounce, it's out huh. everywhere. So I can incorporate like that, that rule. Why would we do that? No, we have gloves. It's interesting. <laughs> I just like the oh, idea. Well, you guys can join the team. We're always looking for new players. Yeah, Clegger, I feel like you. I feel like you're better catching with your bare hands than you are with a glove. <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, yeah. So you you play first in that league? I do. So like, how does that work? Like, do you do they throw to first every single time? Pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, there's no over. Th- Overrunning on first either too. Oh, okay. So a lot of guys will just slide into first. Ah, that's there's a lot of fun things you get to do on first. Like so, it doesn't seem like that much fun. It seems really, it <laughs> yeah, seems I like the like worst parts people... of baseball. Like <laughs> yeah, 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 no yeah. mitt, balls being thrown at you yeah. full speed. People like, that are like dangerously stealing it. Like yeah, constant stealing. Like yeah. I mean, first base, you kind of get used to getting like your toes smashed pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. But um, something else that's that that you get a lot of mirth out of is the new guys who are who are called muffins in the league which is like some you know historical name for like new players we call yeah. them muffins and uh-huh. they're usually young kids and sometimes you know everyone will always emphasize it's like all right when you hit the ball you got to make sure you don't overrun first because you're yeah. you, so i'll tag you and you're out but what they don't do what they don't always tell people is like all right so you know you want to go to so you're going to steal because like that's basically the name of the game the other cool thing is if you um let me get into that in a minute but uh, if you, you'll like, the pitcher will throw it to me to kind of like make sure this guy on first base is staying honest, isn't taking too large of a lead. Right, yeah. But what I'll do is I'll like fake the throw back to the pitcher, uh, yeah. and you then know, the knucklehead on first yeah, base yeah, yeah, yeah. will start, you know, ambling off the bag, and then I'll tag him, and he looks like a huge idiot. And yeah. everyone kind of makes fun of him forever, which is a, a delight for me, because I kind of like, it's like a... Um, that, did, that does occasionally happen in Major League Baseball. And it's very. Yeah, it's like a right. Then somebody the, gets the throw. It, somebody throws at the guy's yeah, head. That's a right of passage. Here. So how does yeah. you just tag them like with the ball? You just oh like, yeah, pick. like because they won't they won't be paying attention. So they'll see the motion of me throwing yeah. it back to the pitcher, and they'll just like kind of start taking their lead again. Yeah. Typical muffins. Typical muffins. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Or we gotta, we gotta, we gotta start calling people new players muffins. <laughs> muffins. That'll confuse the shit out of them. Muffins and cranks. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be a crank or a muffin today. The other thing is, um, you get an advance, uh, a base advancement on a walk. Again, there aren't a whole lot of walks, but like if if you get walked and there's somebody on on third, they come home. Oh. oh yeah. Okay. But otherwise, like I said, you'd recognize it as baseball. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's well, besides the wool uniforms. Do you feel that it affects your ability to catch with a glove since say, you're used to yeah. catching with so your hands? Yeah, so when I started playing softball again with y'all, I would like try to catch it in the palm of my hand, yeah. which is like not the place to catch it when yeah, you're wearing yeah, yeah. a glove. Yeah. It would just, it'll just smack right off your hand. So it's like a fun little like shifting of gears. So like, all right, I'm playing baseball, catch with your hand. When you're playing softball, it's like catch with a glove. <laughs> Especially when like, because Zach Gross, I don't know if he listens. Oh. But he really, really likes to throw it at you as fast as yeah, yeah. He, he's got which is fine with me. But he's like, got he's got some dip to that. Pitch but he does. I don't think he knows it. But the way he throws it, like curves. Oh, he knows. All right, so he, I have yeah, to just yeah. be like, all right, I'm at first base, and here yeah. comes the ball, and it's like it's, it's gonna it's gonna go curves and then down. It. it goes a yeah. little down at the yeah, end. Yeah. So do you catch with your dominant hand? In I'll catch with both. Yeah. Oh, I guess it doesn't really matter because you're not wearing a glove. Right. Yeah. I mean, do you catch with your two hands some? Like, or is it much easier to catch with one? It know. depends on where it's coming in. So, yeah. like, for I play first base, but a lot of the other guys on the team don't have, like, a definitive spot. You know, mm-hmm. like, uh, so depending on who you have a thir- uh, third base, like, you might have somebody who can who has, like, really great accuracy who can just get it to you from third. But some guys aren't as good as... So you'll get it in like you know three sixty like all over the place. So sometimes I have to keep my right foot on the bag and stretch out my left hand and catch it with one hand. Yeah. But you know you hope for it to come square into your chest, but that doesn't always happen. Yeah. But yeah, I wouldn't say one hand is better than the other when it comes to catching them. Hmm. Okay. You know. That's fascinating. And I think being tall gives me that natural advantage that I can like I have that like whatever eight always. foot reach. Always. Always. Willie, go get it. What do you mean, go get it? Man, that ball's way in left field. I don't care what field is in. Willie plays all field. Every time we come to the game, you're talking about Willie plays all the field. That's right. He plays. Let's call Willie and ask him. Call him. Okay, hey, Willie. Yes. Are you Willie Mays? Yes. Whose ball was that? Why was it? In left field. Well, that's Irving's ball. I told you that. Every time we come to the game, we got to talk about it. The next time, I'm going to sit in the grandstand. Say, I- hey, fellas, what's your name? Say who? Say Willie. Say hey, say who? Swinging at the plate, say hey, say who? Say Willie, that giant kid is great. When he hits the ball, it's long gone man. Hits it farther than camp began. Swings the bat like a little lead pipe. When they reach the ball, it's overripe. Say hey, say who? Say Willie, say hey, say who? Swinging at the plate, say hey. Stuff. There's nothing I can do about it. All right, so uh, before briefly you mentioned that you've been working the same job for 10 years. Yeah. What is it? Uh, I'm a graphic designer for a restaurant company. So by now I've kind of like self-crowned uh, myself their creator director, but essentially my job is to manage, we have I think about 17 restaurants at this point, uh, menus, flyers, any advertisements. Sometimes we do a little bit of video work. I oversee the... Uh, social media coordinators, 
which, you know, they, they, they self-regulate. They know their job, and that's kind of what I do now, you know. Oh, so it's a decent-sized operation. Yeah, for... we're growing one of our concepts. In Philadelphia, you might have heard of it. It's called City Tap House. Oh, mm-hmm. We have yeah. one at 40th and Walnut. We have another one at, like, in Logan Square by mm-hmm. the fountain. Um, we're opening a bunch of those. We're opening a new one in Boston. We just opened one in Florida. Oh. So, hmm. yeah. And I, I just oversee, like, whenever they open a new one, I have to just basically give them, like, this litany of uh, menus, comment cards, gift certificates, birthday flyers. It's, it's, all, it's all very exciting. <laughs> it's a lot of stuff, though. It is. It's a lot of work. Right, and it me... keeps you on your toes. And unfortunately, the company I work for, you know, they're, they're like family to me, so we have a pretty good rapport, and, you know, there's not a whole lot of stress from day to day. Yeah, that's pretty lucky yeah. to get, like... 10 years of work from a restaurant. Yeah, I started as a started as their DJ for happy hour. <laughs> I worked on the Spirit of Philadelphia. Oh with, yeah. Yeah, for a while, which was a nightmare. And then after I got sick of that, I I like I had a blue mohawk and like a nose ring. And my cousin who was a manager at one of our restaurants at the time was like, "Oh, you can be the you can be the happy hour DJ. We'll pay you in like oyster crackers." And that'll be fine. <laughs> and, and I was like, yes, that would be fine. Yeah. And uh, from there, I think, I don't know if you remember these, but I had that house where, uh, in South Philly called the Blue Room, which was like where Fletcher first, like the first time I met Fletcher, which is a mutual, Herb Street. Street, yeah. And I would have like parties there. We had like a queen party, which was just like, I built a, a bar in the living room and we'd have like bands roll through. We had like a queen party. We had a no pants party, you know, uh-huh. stupid shit, like Halloween parties. Any party, anything you really think of, we'd have a party for. <laughs> and because I would make those flyers for the parties and then bring them into work when I was DJing, and I would like hang them in the back because I didn't was friends with like the bartenders and the servers and shit. And so the management management would see those and they go, oh, "If you know how to use Photoshop, can you maybe change the date on last year's like you know beach party flyer to this year?" And it was you know I would do it while I was DJing and then bingo bango, ten years later I have to wear clean clothes and. You know, <laughs> tell people what to do. You should bring back the blue mohawk. It's uh, I should. It's this, I don't talk. I, don't, I, I sit in a room and I don't have to like interact with anybody. You know. No, and you're the creative guy. It's like well, yeah. You're, yeah, like I, I want my creative guy to be weird. Like, like right. And I assume you don't cover up your tattoos anyway, no, so it's I, not like they're is, like. This is exactly what I'd wear. Yeah. 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 If your creative guy looks like Clegger, I'm like, I'm out. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, creative. <laughs> not creative enough. It could be like a very clean design aesthetic behind <laughs> this. I need like a pair of thick rim glasses and like maybe a Fu Man shoe, and then I'll like really make the big bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really expand on that. Yeah, it's like, I need to raise. I don't know if you've seen this Fu Man shoe, but. It's pretty. It's a requisite. Twenty twenty thousand more dollars a year. <laughs> All right. So um, you've also got. I guess I'll just call it a night gig. But you're in a band called TJ Kong and the Atomic Bomb. I am. Yes. So uh, what's the story behind the name? Uh, well, um, it's from uh, Doctor Strangelove, yeah. that Kubrick film, mm-hmm. and uh, the one character um, played by uh, Slim Pickens. It's a famous scene at the end where yeah, he's he like riding there. the atomic bomb. So yeah. most people who aren't as well cultured don't know where that's from. But at this point, we've probably told enough people that they get it. And <laughs> if you watch that movie again, it's still a gem. Oh, it is. My- oh, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but How yeah, long have been, you been doing that for? It's eight years. Eight years, yeah. <laughs> yeah, almost as long as I've had my job, actually. But um, a couple cast member change, paint changes, but 
We've been about this. We've been pretty much the same band for now for five years. Wow. Um, so how did it? How did how did your the core initial band form? It was uh, me and Dan Bruskowitz, who was the singer and the songwriter. He was a server actually in the same bar that I was DJing. Wow. Yeah. And uh, he was an incredible talent, as he still is, and he. We would just, like, I would be literally perched up in my DJ tower, and he would be out there serving cocktails to people, and we would, like, he would, like, swing by once in a while, and we would, like, bullshit about music or whatever. And then it was on East, I think it was Easter of 2008, when neither of us went back to our family's house, and we played music in my, in the Blue Room, and that's kind of where we got started. It was just that he and I, I would play the drums, and he would play the guitar. And I start, I got, you know, most of the, most of my musical... Uh, experience. I wouldn't even call it a career. Most of my ex- musical experience between before that was all punk music, so I didn't really have a lot of like uh, rudimentary training when it came to the drums. Most of it was just like s- just bashing the shit out of the drums, and he was more on line of like you know acoustic guitar. His lyrics are are like pretty uh, dingy, you know. It's hard for people. It's hard for me and other people to like kind of explain the t- the way the lyrics are, but they're they're metaphorical, I guess Bukowski-ish, If you want to be like, if you want to like explain it to a college-aged person, yeah, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of metaphor, and it, you know, I, I I still like my band Kong is still one of my favorite bands, which is kind of a corny and annoying thing to say, but yeah, it is corny. Yeah, super. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna pretend that it's not still a great time whenever we get out there. We have a huge, uh, we have our seventh annual Halloween show. Coming up. Yours at Giant Brando's? That's at Underground Arts. Underground Arts. Yes, yeah. ma'am. Yeah. So, uh, Kong's got a super, a pretty unique sound, I think, for the local Philly scene. Yeah. Um, what's the deal? Like, where, where's the singer? What'd you say his name's also Dan? Dan. Or? Dan Bruskowitz. Where's, Dan B. Where's he from? I don't think he, he's from so Philadelphia. He's not. He, uh, he grew up in, um, in Virginia, and then I believe he went to high school in the Gettysburg area. And then he ended up coming to Philly for college. He went to Drexel. Yeah, he's got a great voice. Oh, it's incredible! Yeah. What's the best Halloween costume you guys ever wore? Because you guys been. Oh man, uh, I still like uh, our first Halloween show ever. We played at the Yuki Club, and I dre- we we dressed as Gilligan's Island, and I was Ginger. Nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did like a drag thing for Where years. Was and... it? Is that on Poplar? Yeah, it's oh, like. Was that, oh, was that, nine... that show? I remember. Yeah, that. it was yeah, outdoor like, you, you at first. Wig. Oh yeah, was, the whole nine yards. But um, I typically get put up in drag. Like I've been Shelley Duvall from The Shining. That's uh, a good one. I was. Uh, We've got the hair for it. I was the Virgin Mary. This is actually the longest my hair's ever been. I wanted I wanted to thrash with hair in my face just once in my life. Yeah, yeah, no, I, great. I would. I wish I could. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful flop. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you planning? What are you guys going to be this year for Halloween? We were, uh, well, supposed to be uh, an intra band secret, but since no one listens to this podcast, that's I can true. Just tell you that we're going to be. Uh, I think we're doing the presidents, like ex presidents, like Mount Rushmore. Oh, oh all right. Which is strange because last year we did. Um, last year he addressed as the Pope, and we were like priests, and yeah. uh, we all thought that that was going to be like tiresome since the Pope had just come in the end of September. Yeah. And so we're like, oh, we can't do that. Everyone's going to be all Jesus and Poped out. But we had a great time. Last year, uh, they put out a catwalk for us, and it almost, like, broke. So they had to take the catwalk away. 
The year before that, we were all Elvises. So I was Army Elvis. Dan was like Fat Elvis. You know, like Big Elvis, like Vegas yeah, 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 Elvis. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then we had like uh, Olmstead. So it's me, Dan Dan, Josh Josh. So Josh Matches is the upright bass player, and Josh Olmstead is the guitar player. And he, Olmstead was uh, Jailhouse Rock, and Matches was, I guess, Malibu Elvis or whatever, like from the movies. Mm-hmm. So that was the first time we broke in the uh, Dan and Drag thing. Which is a shame. I can't. I think this year I'm probably going to be like a George Washington. No, you could maybe be Hillary. I could, but that's the thing too. It's like this. 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 This election is is deeply depressing, and I don't. <laughs> and I don't want to like allude to it at all. I want everyone to get into the cave that is the underground arts and forget about the world outside. Well, yeah, dressing as political figures <laughs> is difficult then, but it's like, going to be hard for you to be in drag. Maybe you could be like Nixon in drag. We were thinking about doing maybe like the <laughs> Ru- Mount Ru- so Mount, so Ru- confusing. Mount Rushmore, but as like David Bowie's, or maybe come out as Mount Rushmore, because it's what is it? Teddy Roosevelt, Abraham Lincoln, Jefferson, and Washington, and then dressed as Kiss or dressed as like different Bowies. But yeah, it would be a lot. But we, you know, you've got the hair for any of the younger pre- or the the somebody, earlier pre- presidents. Yeah, because Jefferson some, and they they wore wigs, right? So yeah. right. Somebody told me recently that I looked like a founding father, which was I guess a compliment. God, it's that it's that tall. <laughs> yeah, founding fathers were probably not six four. No, but larger than life personalities. Yeah. Oh, okay. Haven't so you ever I seen them running like, at national stadium? Yeah, 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 yeah. Giant head. Yeah, and I could be. Yeah, I powder be, your wig a little. I could totally powder my wig, and then I'm, and then, boom, I'm George Washington. <laughs> Did you uh, trick or treat at all when you were growing up? Oh yeah, yeah. Fonder. One of my fondest trick or treating memories was when I was. Uh, I finally had gotten the Hulk Hogan costume that I'd been praying for for years and years, yeah. and then it was like blisteringly cold that Halloween. <laughs> so I had to wear a coat under my Hulk Hogan uh, shirt. Oh, Isn't that when nice. you're supposed to wear the muscle? You yeah. wear like the muscle suit. But I had like a blue yeah, corduroy yeah, yeah, coat, yeah. and yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm Hulk Hogan or whatever. Yeah, uh, that's the worst. They tried, you know, I'll give it to my parents. They tried to make it like, oh, see, now you're all like big yeah, and puffy because yeah. you're wearing your coats. Like, Aww. it's, you don't understand. I like the way they're like, you, you, don't have to wear a, you have to wear a jacket. You can't go out in this weather without a jacket. Like, yeah. Hulk Hogan. Yeah. 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 I mean, what did I care? I was eight. Like, I didn't know what the temperature was outside. I'm trying to be, <laughs> exactly. I'm trying to, to be on, Hulk Hogan. You need to work on your Hulk Hogan, though. <laughs> you gotta work on it yeah, right. <laughs> you're never gonna pump up the crowd that way yeah. Hulkamania is never gonna run wild for you fine um, <laughs> I'm gonna rip off my shirt now okay so and where, where'd you where'd you grow up I grew up in northeast Philly so like uh, kind of right around the corner from my high school Archbishop Ryan and like a 10 minute walk from Franklin Mills it's a decent trick or treating spot oh it's great yeah um I didn't experience trick-or-treating for a few years, but now that I've, like, moved back into a neighborhood, you get a lot of kids out. But when I was a kid, you know, there was cul-de-sacs, you know, it was, it was a very, like, there were sidewalks, fortunately. Where my parents live now, they moved out to, like, Bucks County, there isn't even sidewalks there anymore, so I don't even really know how kids trick-or-treat, if they do at all. Hmm. But I've heard that trick-or-treating is on the decline, sadly. Yeah. I think, yeah, the it makes sense. Trust in public. Yeah. How Tri- bad could it be? Bad. Or just like it could potentially be bad, even yeah. if it's not bad in real life. Fishtown, no. I think the way Fishtown does it is pretty nice. It's just yeah, everyone out on their stoop, yes. so you don't have to knock on any doors, don't convenience. You just walk, Fishtown. and you just you just fucking rake the candy in. Oh yeah, but it's really quick. I don't know if trick or treating is always this quick, but it feels like it's like 
45 minutes of super intense trick-or-treating and yeah. then it's just done. Well, now like parents, parents, the, parents also the sun, want to have the sun their, goes down. Yeah, they don't want to have their kids out after sundown. We ran out of candy. We would run out of candy all the time in, in West, West Philly. Philly. Okay, it was right. crazy. Like, I remember Robin, like, freaking out and then, like, <laughs> riding his bike to CBS. They go, God. We're out of candy. I have yeah. to go get more. Well, These first, kids are counting on yes. us. Our first yeah. Halloween in this house, Steph stocked up in candy because she's moving. But our location, yeah, we're sort of, mean? like, people would, like, only one or two because, like, the main yeah, like first Halloween street. area would be, like, <laughs> just down that way. And since we're, like, Next to Trenton, there's no real houses on Trenton, right. so well, nobody guys... would come up. So I, I just got to eat a lot of Snickers that year, and I'm there fine. I had no problems with it. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, what are you guys <laughs> going to do this year? I, I don't know if your neighbors talked about like what's going to happen now that your street is missing. Yeah, you could do a haunted house on your street because oh, yeah. your road is completely torn up right now. I'm and just completely throw alligators in that pit. That's yeah, there idea. you go. Yeah, make it a moat. We'll just yeah, flood it. Yeah. Put some <laughs> yeah. Don't drive down First Street. You can't. You can't. Like you, will, you can't. There's no street. There is no, no street. street. It's yeah. just Firth. Yeah, it's just Firth. No. <laughs> there is no street. Firth's filth. Hey. Hey. It's my filth. It's true. And you didn't make, you didn't make that mess. I did not make that. <laughs> I had nothing to do with that. Maybe mess. you clogged those pipes, though. You should call your representative and get them out here. I don't know. Like, what the fuck is this? It's John Taylor. Okay. <laughs> is it you, Dad? Are you my representative? Dad, yeah. <laughs> do something. Not, yeah, about you better this watch shit. your ass, John. Yeah. <laughs> John's a nice guy, though. He's a Republican, but he does a lot of constituency work. And uh, what? How do you know about? <laughs> oh, I'm, in, uh, I'm uh, involved in the Civic Association in the neighborhood. Okay. What is a Civic Association? We um, deal with like local issues like crime and zoning and things like that so like for instance Sion Playground do you uh, live where do you live I live at Belgrade and Lehigh oh okay so not too far but like um, something that's happening right now is Roman's talking about buying Sion Field surprise what field is that it's at Aramingo and Lehigh Okay. It's a big baseball field. Yeah. Otherwise, oh, yeah. 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 you got to develop it into like a gastro pub slash hotel place. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It does feel. I feel like I never see anybody using that field. Not that well, I want it to turn into. I've anything. driven past it, and it, it's. I've seen it heavily used. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's like literally the street I live on. Yeah. But um, you're right. It doesn't get as heavily used as you'd expect. I've it seen to. like tournaments and stuff there. I, I'm sure that they do, but like I don't see like a consistent usage of it. Yeah. Perhaps. I'm not sure what their schedule is like, but uh. Yeah, Roman's talking about having it be their, like, home football practice field. Which okay. is strange to me because it's not big enough to be a football field. It's, it's, it's built as a It's built as a baseball field. Huh. But they were going to come in and put, like, AstroTurf down and make it clean and classy. And That's cool. Right? The, the neighborhoods loved it, or the neighbors loved it. They voted for, like, 98 to 2. So yeah, everyone's oh, in th- favor of it. I think a little elbow grease there could, could go a long way. It's hard. It's, it's hard to manage all that stuff. Sure. You know, as the uh, so, how'd as, you get involved with that? Uh, <laughs> I bought a, I got a dog, and the field was dog friendly for many years. And then, it, pretty much as soon as I got my dog, they said no dogs allowed, which apparently caused a huge uproar in the neighborhood. And so I went over there just kind of check things out. I don't have like any savings or any money or gold anywhere so I figured I may as well protect my house which is my one and only investment so I thought if I like knew what was going on in the neighborhood I would better be able to like protect your investment protect it yeah you know and uh 
there wasn't like a whole lot going on. So when just the fact that I was there, there was only like a couple people there, and like you know, hey, do you want to help out? And I said yes, and so you really just have to stay engaged. Like you know, your neighbors care. Like they, people are perceiving crime now as being worse than it used to be, which is not true, but. I think because now everyone has Facebook and they can all like, yeah. oh, my bike was stolen or someone mm-hmm. stole my plants. It's like, oh my God, this neighborhood's going straight to hell. And yeah. It's a lot less, less that's the kind of shit we, we're like mitigating. It's like, you know, people just feeling like, because it's true, like, you know, people are getting their cars broken into. There's been a few burglaries, you know, so. Well, that's beautiful. Really civically minded of you. Uh, yeah, I'm really trying to make a difference, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's more than I can say for myself. For sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so on a semi-related tangent, uh, what are your thoughts on Colin Kaepernick's protest of police brutality? I think it's great. I think that what he's done, you know, without saying too much, you know, just taking a knee, I think is because here's the thing: it's like we're not going to pretend like minorities or black people are getting their fair share around here. Like I don't. Well, think... Some people would like to pretend as if. Some I th- people would I would I would ask those idiots. people like if anyone says that that's true, then I would say all right, stand up if you want to be treated like a black person in America. You know. Yeah. And yeah. I think that would just right there. Like also like I sometimes make this little story when I talk to family and friends on the holidays. Is like if you go to go to a Seven Eleven and buy like a black skin band aid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. And so Colin Kaepernick was, they've been, you know, I think that minorities have been told very often to like forget about it, shut up, sit down. And that's pretty much what he did was he shut up and he sit down. Interesting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? I love it. Uh, I mean, it's, it's like the, while athletes aren't necessarily shouldn't be like the flag bearers for like, you know, protest or the country, like I think starting conversation is exactly what it is. At the end of the day, it's like, there's a ton of media exposure there and it's obviously an extremely divisive topic, especially in the locker rooms because you have, um, these people from the South, I'll just say white people from the South. And then you have like African-Americans and stuff from all over the country and they have to play on a team and there's like this whole myth of this like the locker room this is really yeah. tight but it's like uh to break from that which which i know that there's been some group protests is just great and people that have been dumping him about it being unpatriotic or anti um the troops or whatever it's just a shitty it's just a shitty argument it's just such a bad argument because it's like uh like first amendment rights and all this stuff is like the most patriotic thing you can do there's nothing about saying like that black lives matter also means you're anti-police you know, yeah, it's just the, uh, that it's just, part I understand more because it's often targeting police, right? Like, and and I won't pretend like Black Lives Matter. Been no, no, but I, I, yeah. that I understand more in line than the, like okay, somebody kneeling during the national anthem is somehow disrespectful for the troops is not because they're not. No. He's not protesting what the troops are doing. No, he's, <laughs> exactly. He's protesting the treatment. That that that's like less like I, I don't agree with the you know blue lives matter thing but like it's just i at least understand where that comes from i fuck it i i actually it's not that it's not a that stuff existed before it's like so ridiculous it's like if i want to start like a like a rights group and then suddenly there's like the anti of that rights group it's like what but this didn't this didn't exist before i started this so it's like what what's really being persecuted on your side like absolutely nothing with any protest you're gonna get a counter protest it's just that's just how like no i'm not gonna get a counter protest there you go that's perfect Perfect. Yeah. It's beautiful way to just yeah. yeah. Well, Cap got a start today, and I think that they lost. They got blown out they by the did. Bills. He didn't so play that's very a well. shame. Um, His post game conference was weird too, because he's like, "I was really happy that I got a chance to help my team like 
fucking yeah. help my team win. And like, I mean, he didn't he, win, though. He's <laughs> That's a completely different story. He's though. an NFL quarterback, so he has, like, you know, people pay attention to what he says and what he does. Yeah. And I think he used it, he used that podium well, you know? Sure. He said that he says some. Out, he didn't come out and curse at yeah. people I'm and not stuff. Sure. He, yeah. he, like, he said that says some iffy stuff. I feel like there's, right. I feel like his post-playing career, he's his, per, his post-playing career is going to go two ways. One, like, Crazy conspiracy theory, like old man Kaepernick, and the other is just like stately international gentleman. I'm not really sure. Whenever I've seen him speak, he can get a little bit radical. Yeah. And, and I'm sure it's impossible because he's got 600 microphones in his face. All the time. Like, and he's still playing everything you've said. And he's still pretty young. He is still young. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to belittle his point at all, but his afro was amazing right now. It is, it is humongous and yeah. it is amazing. I did see that. that was I don't understand awesome. how that works with the helmet. I, I, I don't understand how he keeps I it under his the helmet. I don't understand how quick, like every time he took off his helmet, it was like back out. Like back he must throw pick it so quickly, like every time he takes it out from underneath the helmet. No, Maybe he I has don't. somebody out there with him. I, I, I assume, he must. He must have like three people waiting to like get it to full volume. Anyway, it's, yeah, I'm just impressed. <laughs> We need a hit, so here I go. Ball one. Hey! Ball two. Hey! Right one. Ooh. Right two. Kill that umpire. Yeah! A case of Wheaties. So this is a topic which I think I've talked about before on the podcast, but Elon Musk wants to send a mission to Mars as soon as 2019. Uh, Obama's recently reiterated to try to do like before 2030. Uh, so I'm going to ask you this as well. Uh, would you go to Mars? Probably a one-way trip. Yes. Oh, man. One-way trip? Yeah. Yeah, probably would be. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because like, I don't know, that just seems incredibly exciting. Yeah. Yeah, but there's like, so there's nothing really to do in at Mars. Like, it's super exciting because it's a completely new planet, but the features of Mars are pretty boring, especially compared to Earth. Right. And uh, there's a lot of danger in terms of getting off of our atmosphere, refueling the 18-month-ish 18, 18 journey, and then landing and establishing all that. But it's like you're a pioneer, right? Yeah, and everyone will remember the name Dan Martino. Right. Dan Cask, you wouldn't want to be too first ethnic on, on Mars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be too ethnic on yeah. Mars. Like, oh, that, that, that WAP. Yeah, you could <laughs> you could definitely es- establish a, a local 1862 league, which might have really lo- lasting implications there too. Which would yeah. be very exciting. I don't know exactly what the gra- I think the gravity is pretty similar on Mars. So the Mars is it's, Mars is larger. No atmosphere. No atmosphere might really affect the, the the ball though. Yeah, isn't Mars slightly smaller? I think Mars is slightly bigger. Uh, Staff, Steph, can you look that I up? I think their please? days are like six hundred something. Can you imagine which Mars is, bigger, is bigger, Mars or Earth? Mars is bigger. Yeah, it's, it's got mo- biggest biggest mountain smaller. volcano in the galaxy, right? Or the solar system? The, yeah, the galaxy. Shut we up. definitely can measure. Shut yeah. up. I know. <laughs> Fine. You're no Elon Musk. Yeah, I'm. I would love to 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 go into orbit, see the moon, but I'm not so sure about Mars right now. No internet there. Yeah, or maybe there would be internet. I don't know how that would work. There would probably be. Well, yeah. yeah well, you. I guess you would. You need, like you would need. You send in all your things, and then it, it all goes tether. out, and then it all comes back. Tether Mars all those Ethernet is cables. Is it really? Well, I was dead. Ah, Fuco studied. What do his, I know? Uh, when I was a kid, Pluto was a planet. So that's true. 
But uh, Pluto never really made sense as a planet, though. To be fair, it didn't have the same shape uh, orbit as the other planets. Right. It, In sixth grade, you don't question that shit. They're like, Pluto's the last one. You're like, fine. And like, Whatever. oh well, sometimes it's closer to the Earth. Than what's that, that like, like? What's the acronym? Oh, um, I want to say, please excuse my dear Sally, but that's the other one. My very educated mother just sat S. I don't know. I don't know, man. Okay. But it doesn't matter if Pluto's a planet or not. Like, it doesn't affect anything. Yeah, it's sure. Cute. But it's a cute little thing, and it just got all that hype last year because they sent a satellite and it's all pictures, yeah. great pictures. Oh, whatever, it's fine. Great pictures, great so, pictures. It's just a conspiracy Excellent. to sell more science textbooks. Yeah, probably true. Hmm. So Dan, do you have any allergies? Apparently now I do. Yeah, I didn't for a long time, but I uh, bit into an apple yesterday, and I got like I got like everything was really fuzzy feeling and itchy in my mouth. Ah, the stone fruit. I got that too. Yeah. Yeah. Is... Same thing. Like I never really drank a lot of peaches growing up. Drank a lot of peaches. Never drank any peaches, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, I didn't really eat a lot of peaches. I don't know. Peaches weren't really around. Yeah. Wait. So they you were, ate an, you ate an apple and you yeah, felt which is bad? terrible. A raw apple. I'm a big fan. Yeah. It was a shitty apple. I will say. See, you know, like the ones that are like soft. Yeah. Ew. Soft flesh. Yeah. Fuck that. It's like a peach. You know? yeah, that, yeah, I don't right. think. I don't think. I don't think anyone goes when they're going to feel their apples. Go like, oh, it's oh, soft. Oh, I'm yeah, it was like, oh, mushy. <laughs> mushy is my favorite. Yeah. Hmm. It's uh, but you know, whatever. There was one at my parents' house. I fed it to the dog. Actually, she loved it. Oh, that's good. Dog? Healthy dog. Apples are uh, an apple that keeps the bed away. Mm, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I went the opposite way. I didn't give a shit about apples, but when peaches, when my gums started yeah. starting up with the peaches, that you, was a very sad day for me. Steph, you might remember this years ago when I was so fucked up that I couldn't even think straight back in West Philly because every spring, like you know the. Verdance comes back yeah. a thousand fold, and I had to like march straight to the CVS to buy a neti pot mm. because I literally couldn't think or see or smell or breathe at all. But I somehow got over that, and things switched. I think it might be, I don't know. I've never, I'm, I don't go to the doctor, so I just make the shit up. And I, somebody's like, it's ragweed season, and while my nose is bleeding or running or whatever, I'll say like, yeah, that's that's probably what it is. Yeah, pretty much every year is the worst year for allergies. Like they just say every they just like get worse and worse. Yeah, and worse. they they should stop saying it's the worst year and just being like. We need like a smoky degree. for allergies, like a smoky the bear. Oh, like a, like a like a like a bloated, disgusting looking nose. Yeah, like like pinky. <laughs> You're gonna die. <laughs> Stay in your home and just breathe in and out of a paper bag. So, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I have I have terrible allergies, I think, but I'm yeah. trying to get rid I'm trying to get rid of them, but it's like not easy. Stephanie always Clarendon. puts the cat on her face. Oh, okay. Then, uh, <laughs> I like this. You, you're going to complain about your eyes itching later, immediately, and you're just like, but she's so cute. My dad has really bad allergies. My dad has to, like, when he mows, he, he, like I said, he lives out in, like, Bucks County, just off Street Road, which is the next exit off of Woodhaven Road, which is where I grew up. Yeah. So it's not like a big stretch at all, but uh, he has to like wear a whole like mask when he mows his lawn. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. But surprisingly, especially surprising to me, but they're like very okay with me like growing gardens out there. In fact, they were like they made like all this eggplant parmesan from the garden I started, hmm. and I think and they were especially okay with me starting an apiary. Which blows my mind because like they're you know suburban people that aren't so into farming, but they took 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 a liking to it and 
So the next spring, I might actually have like a beehive out there because apparently, like the more local honey you can get, the better it is for your allergies. Yeah, so yeah I think yeah, my dad will just to put it in yeah. more like food every morning. Right. So I think my dad at this point is just like, I will literally try anything. Like yeah, yeah. bees. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I've always been super fascinated by beekeeping. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, it seems peaceful. Yeah, but very violent at the same yeah. time. Yeah, people I know have it on their like their roof rooftops. Here. Yeah. yeah. That well, might be a little. They're much, like, but... yeah, they surprise the hell out of me with that. I wouldn't put bees on my roof. No. I put them a decent distance from my house, and then sure. yeah. But better to like collect them in one spot as opposed to them just surrounding your house. Yeah. yeah. Waiting for. It's also you. easier for my dad. Like the more space I have, that's like the garden is the less space he has to mow. It's like if you want to expand this operation, feel free. Like. And they and it's all raised beds because I've I've no there's a pool buried somewhere back in the, they have a quarter acre and somewhere in there in that lawn is a is a was a pool, so I and I also have no idea what kind of chemicals and shit they've been spraying on that lawn for ten years, so I just decide like everything's four feet up so that like nobody has to be down on their knees like picking through the dirt, which is cool for them because they like. You know, it's no end of joy for them. They go over to the strawberries and eat them right out of the patch. Wow. It's like Sounds heaven, magical. Heaven is a place on earth. <laughs> and it's somewhere parent. in... Uh, it's somewhere in Bucks County. Somewhere yeah. in Bucks County, okay. <laughs> Lower Bucks. Who'd have thought? So do you collect anything? Oh, gosh. No. Well, rocks. Kind of. <laughs> no, <laughs> nothing, but I do have, like... Yeah, all right, so rocks. here's what I have. <laughs> I have been collecting weird, like, shaped gears and metal and stuff like that. So, like, if I see something on the street that's, like, a rusty old piece of metal, like a gear, yeah, yeah. I'll keep that. And in my head, I'll tell, I tell myself that one day I'm going to make, like, a wind chime or something stupid. Oh, Fuka loves wind chimes. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. I don't know, I have a pile of, like, assorted metal pieces. And yeah. also, like, when I go on vacation, I'll usually try to snag, like, a weird shaped or cool colored rock from the area. I had a bowl that was made of wood with a, like an eye carved out of it, and uh, I was in North Carolina, and I made it to like a waterfall, and I kind of like grabbed some moss and rubbed it into like the engraving of the eye into the bowl, which was kind of like nice and like try to like remember when I was smoking. I was like, all right, this is where you're gonna go. You're gonna back to this like waterfall space and chill the fuck out, because yeah. living in the city makes you want to die pretty often. It's a slow, painful death. It is, yeah. Uh, I mean, but I, I do like that he asked what you, if you collect anything, and you're like, no. And then you're like, oh, <laughs> well, at first I'm like, you know, like rare coins or no. Mm. But but yeah, I would never call it collecting like you know random scraps of metal. Mm. No. Well, I, I just recently found out that my old roommate from college started making bone necklaces, and that is, <laughs> that's very appropriate. I do have like, wearing. For wearing, yes, he was. Ew. T- he yeah. buys bones off of Etsy. Oh, he doesn't even find. Like, <laughs> yeah, it'd be a lot yeah, cooler see, if he went and oh, found no, the bones, then sanitized them, and then did it. Right. Buying bones and making necklaces is just. I I a weird, I I weird I in no yeah. way support the activity. It's like I we were talking about like buying stuff on Amazon. It's like what? There's no fun in that. Unless you want to buy, unless you want to buy twelve berets, because that is fun to buy a, a huge box of berets on Amazon. <laughs> you bought a whole box of berets. No, but I've I've been thinking about it for a while. Like the like hats, not the like Kangol the hairpins. Ones. <laughs> no, just like yeah, yeah, just buy like twelve and like you can get any. I don't know. Are you feeling especially francophone right now? No, and once, but once I did buy like 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 twelve of those like shitty whistles on Amazon, and that's like a lot of fun. It's a fun package to get, just like filled with a uh, twelve novelty whistles. 
Yeah, why not? I don't know. I'm just saying. I, I, I never know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I went to the it's boardwalk fine. with a friend of mine not too long ago, and we ended up uh, getting enough tickets to win a whoopee cushion. That nice. Didn't last a second. It, we, when I sat on it, just to like, you know, make her happy, shattered it. It exploded. It oh. burst in the wrong way, so it didn't even make the didn't even make the fart noise oh, that, that everyone sucks. wanted so badly. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Huh. I didn't win enough tickets. Really, it was that stupid game where you like feed quarters in, and it's like that sliding metal like shelf that like pushes yeah. quarters ever yeah. so slowly. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. And I always sit there and was like, all I need is one more quarter, and this whole shelf is coming down. And that, I'm gonna that's be, what they, that's what they want be, you to think. Yeah, I'm gonna be rich. Yeah, rich as astronaut. <laughs> so this past weekend was I think the second weekend of uh, Old Ocella out in out in wherever they have Coachella, India Valley, whatever. The Rolling Stones played, Bob Dylan played, uh, Paul McCartney, Neil Young, Roger Waters, and the Who um, played. Um, I don't know. This is a weird, do you like music festivals? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. That was such a weird one. You could uh, yeah. No, no. Did you write these questions then? Yeah, don't look. <laughs> yeah, they're These fine. are actually the good ones he's picking I up. I used to go way. to Warp Tour when I was a young man. Oh yeah, Warp oh, They Tour. still do Warp Tour though, they right? They do, but yeah. I don't know like a single band. Yeah, why would you know like a Well, like, I feel like Simple Plan and like and like probably My still. Chemical Romance are probably still playing. Oh man, my yeah, and those be the kids that go to it are probably like, I like the classic stuff, you know, like the simple the ones, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now you're, I mean, if my cam was playing, you're like probably these kids' parents could go in there and be like, "This is great, I love this festival." Yeah, well, that's how it turns into. But it's probably not Michella, like you probably you know? don't get my chemical romance. You probably get like anti flag and like. I think my chemical romance was. I like, bet the Boston still to, play like, Warp Tour. Uh, I don't think the Boston's were playing when I was going to the Warped Tour. So they were the first <laughs> band. The first band I ever uh, crowd surfed to was the Boston's. Hey, sure. <laughs> it's a funny. They had like image. a Warped Tour suit. It was like a three-piece blue suit that was probably a size like extra small. Yeah, I wouldn't fit in it anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> I used to be impossibly thin. Like I, I, I could pull up pictures from my Facebook of when I was in the punk band, and I was like too skinny for skinny jeans. I looked terrible. So what, <laughs> and then you went through puberty? What happened? I don't know. I, I think I stopped moving. Well, it's the day job, really. It's like I sit in front of a desk all day, so I'm not like as active. It's tough. You, you can get a standing you desk. You were exercising a lot, but you were in the puck pit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, Just I don't, a, lot of, a lot of angry push-ups. Yeah. I don't eat a lot. So I think most of the weight I put on is just for me being sentient and drinking a lot of beers. You mean sedentary? Sedentary. Sedentary. Yeah. Incredibly, I've been so thoughtful. I've been so thoughtful. <laughs> I just gained weight. Just piles on. <laughs> uh, words are hard. <laughs> so you have a dog. Uh, are there any animals that you're afraid of? No. None. What's the scariest animal? You said you go in the woods sometimes, or you you like to get out of the city sometimes. You ever? Re- Run across anything big? I, I, don't, I don't like to go to the beach anymore. I've, I've conclusively decided that I'm no longer a beach person. Oh, sure. The beach can go fuck itself. Ne- never was. So There's too many so. variables, and I don't really like to get wet or be undressed. You don't like to get wet, though. No. no. He's like a gremlin. No. He doesn't like to, you can't feed him past midnight. It's always been because of this hair, man. If I had a shaved head, it'd be fine, but, like, my hair stays wet. Like, if I wet my hair right now, it'd be, it'd be wet solid for 12 hours. Which I don't have time for. And so, like, with the beach, you have, <laughs> you have salt water. You have, like, salt water air. 
You know, I'm fine with the boardwalk because it's nostalgic and I can get an ice cream cone and some pizza and be happy. But sounds, like, sounds nice right now. Rounding back, you know, coming back to your question, like crabs are terrifying. It's the crabs. I, not the sh- I assume the shark sharks, is sharks, sharks, jellyfish. Sharks. I mean, I crabs are scary because like you don't want to land you in the face. land on a crab and like it bites your foot and that I, hurts. My biggest, I have a, I have a very real fear of walking into the ocean and like you know just like trundling along into the surf and then like kicking my foot into the mouth of a giant crab. Into the mouth, not the claw. Yeah, not like, the claw. No, <laughs> this is a very, so this is a very, very big crab. You know, <laughs> and for some reason that like gives me terror. But when I was a young man, like we were crabbing, my family and I, and my dad thought it'd be hilarious to, after a long day of like collecting crabs in these giant wooden baskets, to dump one of those wooden baskets onto me. And it's full of very angry crabs, but they're little crabs. What the fuck but, is wrong? But I was like eight or <laughs> yeah, nine, no, like, and what I the like fuck? my like skin turned inside out. And I like since then I can't eat crabs. I'll eat like a crab cake, but like if people are like ripping crabs apart, you know, like blue crabs, I'll stay. I would. So eat. I never ate crabs growing up because Jewish thing. Mm. We just didn't eat shellfish. Okay. It's weird to me that when I recently ate a crab, that they like literally like they have a little flap that opens them up. Yeah. They're weird. They right are open. designed to be eaten. Yeah. It's really That's why they have those weird. big husky claws. Like, get the fuck away from my beautiful body. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like perfectly my beautiful, designed. delicious yeah. body. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like an it's origami animal that like, you just have to like pull something and it like, just sort of unravels. Yeah. But I couldn't like, I could eat a lobster. Like, you know, if you like cooked a lobster and gave it to me, I would be able to like deal with that. But for some reason, a crab, like I can't eat a crab. That's, yeah, I, I did not enjoy my crab experience. It took Uko, for real, like, three hours to eat two crabs. Because you're <laughs> this, just, like... I just don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just sort of, like, I wouldn't know what you're doing. They give you a mouth, so you just bash it. It just makes no sense. Yeah, there's, just, <laughs> there's such little meat, and it takes forever to get that just the little meat out of it. But like, you don't need to be picky. You can just get another one. That's fine. That's fine. I just, it's, it's got, like, the same that, But that's, like, so like against my nature seat. to, like... Like, just like, oh, there's plenty of meat left in it, just like, but just, it's hard to get to at this point, so forget it. Like, I just, I can't do yeah, that. Yeah, like, I know. I just, like, it's not worth it for me to, like, eat around the lungs or whatever. I bet if you ate a lot of, a lot of them, you'd be really good at, like, Oh, yeah, I'm them. sure, but, yeah. like, it's, like, my first, like, yeah. I've, I've had to, like, eat a crab, like, <laughs> just once like, in my life. And, like, yeah, yeah. It's just like, ow, it's got pointy parts. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, pointy parts. Fuck yeah. that. I don't want to eat food that's going to attack me. Well, you, it's usually dead when they serve it. Usually, but still, those those pointy parts don't go away. I just I just can't believe it. You're scared of the ocean because the crabs might get you. Crabs, yeah. It's like a thousand tiny fists, you know. Yeah, I think I think my sister when she was like twelve, she her her she her foot got bit by a crab and it was totally pinched. fine. Pinched, pinched by a crab and it was totally fine. She survived. Although she didn't want to go in the she she, she didn't go in the ocean for like a year and a half after that. Yeah, that shit fucks you up. Yeah, I was like, I'm fine. I got my aqua socks because, on. Like, no one gets... Aqua God damn it, Clegger. <laughs> sharks don't bother me. I know someone that stepped on a crab. Sharks and, are scary. And it was, like, in their foot. And then I saw him... He, apparently this happened, like, 15 years ago. And he just recently had to get surgery on his foot because... What? I guess there was a piece of crab shell still in his See? foot that, like, shifted. I had no idea that this was something I had to fear. Huh. Isn't it? Yeah. I'm never setting foot in the ocean no. again. Well, it's dirty anyway. There. Yeah. I'm. I'm much more of a lake person, but if you don't want to yeah. get your hair wet, then lake. Like... No, because it's fresh water, which yeah. doesn't affect me as much. Okay. You know, most eighty percent of what I do has to revolves around what would happen to my hair. <laughs> <laughs> God, 
Who that's knows? Not, You're so high maintenance. That's yeah. not true. <laughs> it's never been better because now I can, unfortunately, I don't like it, but I can put my hair back in like a ponytail or a man bun, mm-hmm. which solves a lot of problems. Uh, while I was growing it out, it was a disaster, which is why if you saw me any time during 2015, I was probably wearing a beanie. Mm. Yeah, the intermediate phase is always really hard with, with hair, right? Yeah, it's a nightmare. How much I mean, longer do you think you'll get it? I don't know. Because uh, I'm not, like, really, really loving it. You know, it's cool. But maybe just down to, like, past my shoulders. I just want to be able to, like, go on one tour with my band where I can, like, really fucking thrash. I mean, it's about to be wintertime, so you might Right, win. which is why... Well, this is the best time, yeah. because there's no humidity. You've, you've gotten over the... Right, the gotten through time. it. Yeah, and I've tried this year after year after year, and I finally did it. So... I feel like I need to at least enjoy it. Because the other thing is, since the hair is so thick, I have to put, like, uh, Murray's in it. I don't know if you ever used that shit before. No. But it's, like, thick, thick paste. And it, uh, Kevin Wallace used to have, like, a helmet of that. Yeah. And he used to put... Yeah. Oh, and like, you need to put that like in your hair? If I wanted to, like, style it. Oh, oh, uh, to style Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, when you hear that long hair, like, what Well, this, no, I don't have to put anything in. But, like, yeah. when, I sh- when I cut it, like, if I were cutting it, like, you know, yeah. like... Like your hair, would, I'd have to like put something in it for it to look look good. That that's natural for Buka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the front of my hair, bacon's and Stephanie, bacon's. It, it it just it doesn't because it's, it's not it's, it's not really curly. It's not straight. It just sort of is a wavy <laughs> thing. And Stephanie was this, Stephanie was like, well, at, at the uh, wedding we were at, she was like, you need to put something in your hair so it bacon's. I'm like, no, I don't. It's they it, it will do. Whatever it feels Never like. Never heard that before, but I like that. Bacons. Mm-hmm. It bacons. Yeah. It bacons. Hmm. So enough hair talk, huh? Yeah. So we're <laughs> coming to an end in terms of the non-softball questions, but a uh, little question for you. Do you think that we, as a society, oh, are moving in the right direction? Yes. Yes, I do. Although it looks scary, uh, I think that, especially in wake of the uh, Bernie Sanders movement, mm-hmm. you know, as, as, you know, and as shitty as it might sound like as older less cool people die and younger people totally kind fine. Of step into the but don't younger people become old shitty people well they do but like y- y- i think that that's the way the wind blows right now is like yeah. this like progressive movement right it could be really hard to uh because again still like you have to get progressives to want to get engaged in politics yeah and uh, a buddy of mine is running for office right now and you need to spend a hell of a lot of money. Pat Toomey. Yeah, my, my good yeah. friend Pat. <laughs> <laughs> it better not be Pat Toomey. 100% My right buddy Toom Dog, yeah. Uh, call him Tombstone. So, but <laughs> that, that kind of thought about in terms of like the older generation dying and the newer generation taking up the mantle and, and improving, like, like that's not really new though, you know, like that's, it's yeah. probably yeah, that's been happening for the last like yeah. 300 years, if well, that's not. What we, that's why we've been well, like, getting slowly more progressive as like, time goes on. We're talking about like going to Mars, like we wouldn't be going to Mars if like our society was on the verge of collapse. Well, we haven't gone to Mars uh, yet. I think Elon Musk might be doing it because he thinks. That is kind of he does he does want to in interplanetary species because we've I need to get the hell as far away from Trump as possible yeah (laughs) but uh, you know it's interesting because I think we especially people our age are just tired of having the conversation about who gets to marry who or who gets to use what bathroom and those like hot button social issues will start to not be as much of a conversation like. I think within 10 or 20 years, like, yes, obviously everyone should have health care because, like, obviously, you know, why do you want people bleeding out in the street? 
Yeah. Well, the problem is the problem is that eventually people start having to make their own money, and yes. then they start worrying about totally their own money, it. and but then like, that's when people. Yeah. I mean, like that's what that's when like people that I would consider to be uh, left leaning right. lose. This. I already give enough money out of my paycheck. Why am I? Yeah, that's right. that's that's, that's, a, that's what I mean. Old young young believers it's such become an old shitty people. The future is going to be so so interesting, and just because like. Uh, Baby boomers are gonna need people to like take care of them, and well, that's, that's, there aren't enough millennials to do that. Like well, you know, people are having fewer and fewer children, so like yeah. I don't have any kids, but by the time my parents were my age, they had four. Yeah, right. You know, and so who's gonna take care of my parents and that whole generation? You know, hopefully automation takes care of some of that, but automation will also like will yeah. lose thousands, probably hundreds of thousands of jobs, probably millions of jobs eventually. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the the trucking and shipping industry, like once uh, all like automated, like that's that employs like like a non significant amount of a lot of states. Like thirty percent of the workforce is related to shipping, and like all that stuff in one foul blow is just going to be completely automated. And when he swung his bat, the crowd went wild because he knocked that ball a solid mile. Yes, yes, Jackie hit that ball. Satchel Page is mellow, so is Caponello. Newcomb and Dobe too. But it's a natural fact, when Jackie comes to bat, the other team is through. Did you see Jackie Robinson hit that ball? Did he hit it? And that ain't all. He's so old. Yes, yes, Jack is real gone. My pocket, and they'll like somehow will scan the coke and charge my credit card that's on file and some yeah totally like like cloud toll booths are the strangest thing i can't believe still people have like go through and pay like easy pass is the most obvious and easy thing in the world you guys don't have easy whatever pass. well no i mean especially well, taking the turnpike all the way to pittsburgh it's 32 dollars uh yeah but that type uh, of thing kind of un uh, underscores yeah. society like there's is it cheaper to just pay than it is to use the easy pass no you you get a dis you get a discount a discount. not not huge discount using easy pass but you can only get an easy pass if you have a like, if you have a bank account yeah. right. so there's like uh like in, a, in even though it's it's convenient it's also like have and have not there too right for sure yeah that's those things that like people don't always see yeah and the thing was just that, like, we were going on the trip, and then, like, I'm like, oh, we don't have $32 in cash between us right now, so we have to... Why don't you guys just get a fucking... You guys get, should get an easy pass. They're free. Yeah, that's not... They that's, free. There's, yeah. there's no better feeling than driving through a toll and just watching everybody who still doesn't really, have an easy pass. There's no better feeling than that. No better feeling. <laughs> no better feeling. <laughs> that's one of my favorite feelings. I've, I've driven through uh, with a, an easy, easy pass. I can't say that... Eight, <laughs> I mean, it I was not like, life changing. You know, I mean, it's enough for you because you don't have live one. In the fear just of orgasming like... through the easy. Path. Yeah. Oh, uh, yes. What's that? Twelve cars. This Thirteen is, cars. This is an avalanche yeah. of pleasure. My I dad. Would, yeah. I would we not, just shaved ten minutes off of our journey. Not want to like live in fear of whether or not the easy path. It makes a green light for you. That doesn't matter. No. That, that doesn't matter though, because <laughs> even even if you go through and it doesn't register, they'll yeah. just like they track back to your license or whatever. They don't. Yeah. 
My dad always does that where it's like it's like it doesn't matter how fast you go through it will always scan it anyway. That's not true. And, but, but what? That's not true. I, I don't know. That's right, a real right. renegade. But yeah, but my dad also still he slows down to like, like 120. Yeah. Who cares? It's fine. He's just like waving. Yeah. These robots need to catch up to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I definitely get met, like letters like from Delaware and Maryland. It's like pay your easy pass. We're gonna send you to hell. To be fair, I, for, I always forget about getting Easy Pass until like we're on the highway, right. and I'm like, I, I didn't like get. I was pass. I was on the road with my sister, and I made her like sign up for it while we were driving. I was yeah. like, get me an Easy Pass right fucking now. I threw like gave her my credit card. I was like, enough of this shit. Yeah. Wow. Waiting like a sucker. Yeah, and now they track you everywhere. Yeah. Well, whatever. They knew where you were anyway. They were. Yeah, they do. Uh, I mean, they, they, just having a phone, they know where you are. Yeah. They're probably listening to this podcast right now, or, or maybe not. <laughs> I hope that. Hey, if you're listening, I'm available. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love spying on people. Hire me. You're telling everyone about your Halloween costume. Yeah, so oh, shit. It's going to be front so page pissed. news on the post tomorrow. Oh, my God. It's going to be so annoying. You're getting kicked out of the bed. What are they <laughs> All right. Um, so, final question before we get into softball question. Uh, do, you, do, you, do you have a blog? No. <laughs> yeah. Did you, did you ever do anything, anything on Zynga or Live Journal or anything like I that? I have a, um, I have a thing on Instagram called the Elevated Train where I do uh, doodles of people on the L on my way to work every morning. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Do you guys follow that? No. I don't I tell anybody about it. Oh. I don't. I what is it? I think, I'm not even sure at, Facebook what is it? friends with at the <laughs> Elevated Train or whatever. Yeah. Look it up real quick so I can tell you what it is. It's, I think it is just the Elevated Train straight through. Yeah. Oh, it's really cool. It's just doodles. We'll put a link to that on the. Oh, that's really cool. How yeah. do you do, how do you do those doodles? I yeah. draw them with a pen in the in the in Clugger, the train. Clugger always says he's going to put a link on the thing, but you could actually put the link on for this one. Clugger. I could. You could actually do it. I'm going to strongly think about that. We'll we'll triple your follower count. There you go. <laughs> I think there's like 14 people following you right now. Uh, uh, yeah, Clugger, uh, you don't make any promises. All right. You can't all right. Well, we'll, we'll increase oh, it by half. These are really good. <laughs> yeah, those are fun, right? Like Sometimes people like the third, the, la- the third to last one, the dude like came up to me and was like telling me about how many chicks he gets because he stinks like alcohol. So like, I don't know why the chicks love it, man. I smell like shit. Ew! I'd be like, don't, uh, yeah. don't talk to me. That's I don't usually when anybody at the L talks. That's to you, something that does surprise me. me a lot is that a lot of people do come up and talk to me, and I don't feel like I look like a very friendly person, but like I get a lot of. No, love. I think you have a uh, uh, like an everyman appearance that like maybe. To, to an extent that, like, I don't know, like, the hipsters would feel comfortable with you, while also the, like, blue-collar dudes yeah. probably would feel comfortable I with you. I can definitely well. see that. But I always, I always get asked for a cigarette, and I think <laughs> it's like, if I had cigarettes, I'd be smoking them right now. <laughs> oh, that's, that, that, that bum, when Gabe was pitching at the end of the last game, he, oh yeah, and he, he came up and asked Gabe for a cigarette during the game, like, yeah, ridiculous. Came out of the field? Yeah. Uh, he was like, it was yeah. like a really weird, it was, he, he just figured out a way that he could get on the field so he could ask Gabe for well, a cigarette. Well, he literally asked everybody for, you don't have a lot of smokers at uh, softball. The way it should be. And... And he kept on asking everybody, and everyone said no. And he's like, "Oh, don't start now." Yeah. Uh, and until he finally How found Gabe. I, I don't. I don't. I don't really want to talk. About, I, bet, I don't really want to think about that guy. Me like, either. He's, like, I, bet, he's, I bet he's, he's maybe. 58. I, I bet he's yeah. maybe like forty six. Oh man, he looks like shit. Obviously, uh, it's, <laughs> but he is a trash picker. So yeah, that shit'll put a few. All right, uh, let's let's get to the softball. Miles. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, we can just keep going. All right. Um, so, do you think that you could hit the ball? Any harder. Probably, yeah. 
I want it over the wall. I wouldn't. I'll never hit a softball over that wall. That that would be. That's insane. too far. I mean, fun. if anybody get, uh, you know, like when we first started playing there, and then like maybe the smaller bars, you always think like, man, maybe somebody could get it to the wall. If you haven't hit it to that wall yet, it's if I had funny. a, if I had like a really good contact with a fast pitch. Yeah. Like a solid fastball straight down the middle, I could probably like blast it pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're a lefty, right? Yeah. So you've got you've got the the possibility of that because right. obviously there's right. a wall there. So what, so like so like a baseball, like a hard pitch baseball. Yeah. Like maybe but, maybe 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 we could we could test it out. We could. You were you were one time when we were trying to wrap shit up. You were trying was, to throw it up in the air. Yeah, <laughs> it that wasn't, was it that wasn't cat, not working. It was not working. That was with that kid who like just played and like caught all those balls and right. Yeah, and then he started climbing on the fence. I'm like, because that was where the ball was. It was caught up in the fence. It you was, you wound up on top of it. Yeah, I you? went up there. Yeah, I was like, you're not a small like, guy. Just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> that was not the. I got up there. I was like, this is a terrible mistake. Yeah. <laughs> but I I immediately was like, all right, I'm a piece of the fact if I fall and. Yeah, Why you, like, but like that's a stupid thing to be at peace with. Like I'm I because I was up there. I, I died. Couldn't, like, I couldn't like like that. No, I died, no. and it's all coming. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't. I, I made you know. I moved as quickly as I could to mm-hmm. get the fuck off that thing. Okay, so let's say we're on a team, and I feel like playing first base this inning. Uh, wait, no, 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 no. Where would you want to go? Uh, uh, play probably outfield. Outfield because. I've played the infield before, and I am so used to playing first base that, like, I my rudiments for playing like shortstop or third are are not very sharp, you know. So, like, all the every every like position has their subtle different rules. Yeah. yeah. You know. Also, like being on third base, you have to be really good at throwing to first. Like, I don't have to be good at throwing it to anybody. <laughs> You know That's what true. I'm yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Ryan Howard never learned how to throw it to second base. That he played. He still could. He'll reinvent his career somewhere else. But I can, I can like run pretty quick, and I, you know, pretty confidently catch balls in the outfield. Okay. Yeah. So, you didn't really, you did, you said you, you didn't really play like in high school or whatever during like formative athletic yeah. years. So like, where does your power come from then? Like, I don't know. I just, I guess the height. You know. Oh, man. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> it's all. I thought practice was the key from being so damn power. handsome. Power. It's all about <laughs> torque. So, uh, leverage and, you yeah. know, uh... The only advice... It's that mutant story. No one's ever given me any advice. And I kind of just try to... Besides, don't drop your shoulder and, like, keep your eye on the ball. So I tried when I, I like... I tell you to, sl- to wait for the ball to get in the strike zone yeah, before you swing. sometimes that Because you, you get too excited and right. swing around. If I get real mad, I'm like, oh, this fucking ball, and I'll yeah. swing before it even comes past the plate. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I just... I try to specifically watch the ball hit the bat. Yeah. And that's really all I do. Huh. So, do you like our version of softball or our version of baseball game? Yeah, the only thing I wish we had more. I wish we had stealing, no. just to kind of pepper things, pepper no. things up a little bit. But we yeah. get into enough arguments. Yeah, that's what no, I figure. Stealing would be awful. <laughs> awesome. We, we don't can have barely a catcher, like, because <laughs> we have. You gotta have a catcher. Cool to have a catcher. Yeah. Our our league has a uh, an arbiter who is a, an umpire. We call yeah. him an arbiter, so okay. he'll he can call balls balls and strikes, and also will tell you if you. The other cool thing about the old old timey league is that, like everyone's sort of like they'll be very upfront about the fact that if they were like out or not, you know, a lot, it's like a lot of honesty. Yeah, well, so. both sides on our teams are always one hundred percent honest, so we have no problem right. with that. No, no liars. That's why everyone's problem. telling everyone's the truth. Always everyone's always out. Always safe. safe. Yeah, <laughs> both are true. Drinking too. Both you know. are true. You know, and if and if you know if Cody's nice enough to bring beers for everyone, 
<laughs> yeah, I think that ship that ship sailed when you stole his beers, man. Uh, he offered me a beer too, and I didn't, I don't know that I got one. I think I did. Well, I won the ball the 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 game beer. Oh yeah, what'd yeah. you get? What, 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 what was it bad. that week? Beast. I think it, I think it, was, it, it was, was a, a it was a Budweiser, uh, but it was, it was a Pounder. Yeah, so oh, it was nice. It was but I not, felt bad because like I showed up. He's like, oh yeah, Dan, have a beer. And I was like, okay. I already brought beers of my own, and I didn't yeah. want like after like half his. Stock was looted. I didn't want to like go back. and like, hey, code. What about that beer? You were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. had like three left. Code. Actually. It's time to yeah. Own up. Cash up. in on that. He had, had enough. I wasn't worried about it. Uh, <laughs> so what? If we could incorporate one rule from the eighteen sixty two league into our league, what would it be? Maybe other than stealing, because we already talked. about Oh yeah, and stealing. Or maybe yeah. Uh, from old time baseball. <sighs> See, the one bounce rule would be boring. I think that yeah. would that, that would suck. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, Maybe I think walk the advance. Yeah, walk. that would be cool. Oh yeah, and having an arbiter would be really good just in general. Well, yeah, that that would be amazing. So they would have to sit inside the cage because we do have an empire that sits there, but yeah. that person isn't like asked to call safe and. I mean, it's mm-hmm. impossible to call the first bit. You can't see up the lines from where yeah. we are, so it's like impossible to call people out or safe uh, or even fair or foul from that spot yeah. either. The other cool thing is that our arbiters can call, so everyone gets a pass, they'll call it a warning to the striker, yeah. which is essentially a strike, or a warning to the hurler, which is a ball. Mm-hmm. You know, these things like, you got to give these guys like an opportunity to like straighten things out. So it's, in our league, it's basically having four strikes and four balls. Hmm. Um, oh, so that's why you don't get any strikeouts ever. <laughs> not a lot, and, yeah. and uh, like a lot of t- you can call no call, which is not like when you say nothing. Like a lot of times, the arbiters won't say anything if it's like sort of questionable where it is, which is really uh-huh. frustrating because some guys are like hawks and they'll call everything, and some guys will sit there like jacking off, you know. And, like, yeah, it's a, it doesn't affect the count. No, that's like they can just like it's just a no call. Like yeah, does it doesn't does the game move super slowly that games. way? Like sometimes not. It depends. Some of the arbiters are like like I said, like they'll call everything. Yeah, but it gets kind of shitty if like they aren't calling things because like you said, things are taking pretty forever. That's like the most frustrating thing in the world to think that there's like a there's like a ball strike count and the guys just like nah, I elect yeah. to not do anything here. And it's like, right. but if I had swung at it, what would that have been? Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's sort of an. Uh, it can be annoying. That's like a little fun quirk, I guess. That's right? like the only person on the whole field that you can give shit to is the umpire because, like you said, like they can sit there and be not good. And so, if they're not calling balls and strikes, and if they're just like lollygagging, sometimes sometimes they're like drunk, which is funny, but it also sometimes yeah, causes also frustrating. Fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because like especially if a pitcher is having a great game and he's like just like. Right down the middle, throwing strikes, and the guys like dicking around. That gets really mad. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so, who's your favorite teammate? On my team or on softball? In softball. Or I mean, I'm curious. But oh yeah, I mean yeah. softball first, and then we can come back to eighteen. Who's my favorite teammate on softball? Oh God. See, I'm so new that I hardly know half the people. Okay, well, how about, he doesn't have to be a teammate, I'm enjoying he or she, uh, just favorite person that, like, most interesting personality. My favorite person right now is Rachel Sanders, because she gave me, like, her chicken tenders last week, and that (laughs) was super righteous. That's a great reason. That was incredibly cool of her. I would never give anyone my chicken tenders. No, that doesn't doesn't even make sense. She gave me, like, a bunch of them, too. And, and, uh, mozzarella sticks. So, Rachel, if you listen. 
I just want to say I want to yeah. say thanks. Okay. <laughs> that was and, really cool. And favorite teammate on the 1862 league? Um, oof, I have like going to be heartbroken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they all listen. They all listen. There's a new guy on the team, Pony, and we have like he's shortstop, and he can also hit really good home runs. He's like he's like shorter, but he's fast. He's like he works on a farm. He's just like he's like an athlete, you know. So it's really nice to be able to work with him because he can like catch the ball in the air and then throw it to you perfectly at first base most of the time. And he and I go back and forth with like the home runs. Like I think he actually might have usurped my home run king wow. title this year. Wow. Oh, not bad for a muffin. He has a he has a he has a baseball field in his yard, so he gets to practice all day sh- sh- hitting wow. fingers. Tony has a great life. <laughs> Clarkie's dream. That's his, that's his uh. Everyone has a uh, nickname, so he's Pony. Pony. His real name is what's your What's your nickname? My nickname is LP, which uh, started started as Lardy Palms because when I first started started the team, I like took a pretty heady swing at a ball and missed, and like the bat went flying into oh, right field. <laughs> and it's supposed to be like an old timey name, so it's like, oh, you have Larded Palms there, son. Wow. wow. That's so annoying. I would I would hit the first person. <laughs> I think it's great. I love that. Like, yeah. And then I was often late, so I became late player. Oh. And now I'd like to tell people it's long pole because that's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a pony's pony just because he has a farm. He's fast as shit. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Like he'll pony get home. Run, he can get home home runs just because he hits it far enough and just can run very fast. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Because again, you're not playing with pros, so like what I do sometimes is like. You know, I'll I'll make it to third, and then kind of like hint that I'm coming home, and I'll watch the whoever the catcher is. You know, if he's like a weaker player, I'll kind of just like bet the odds that like he may not catch it because it takes a lot to get it in from the outfield. There's no fence or anything, so if the ball's just rolling down a hill, they have to work really hard to come and bring it back up, and you have to count on everybody in that link to be an excellent player who can bring it from outfield into like the cutoff man and the yeah. cutoff man being able to throw it confidently to home plate yeah you can't just airmail it in there right. you need to like actually like you have to be very accurate it's the same thing in softball it's just the, the, the chances of some, the outfielder throwing it to the cutoff man as opposed to just like throwing it in the general direction of home is like uncommon it's very <laughs> yeah. so I just kind of keep my eyes on the players like you know like the person playing who usually it's the pitcher who will now become the catcher yeah but in our time in our old time in the league we actually have catchers so you just keep an eye on them, and if they're, like, if their eyes are real wide and they look like they're lost, then I just go for it. Nice. Yeah. All right, so we're going to get you out of here on these three questions, same questions we've been asking all of our guests. So if there had to be a Dan Martino dog, a hot dog theme on your personality, <laughs> what would it be? It would be a corn dog, because they're delightful. What, any specific type of corn dog? You know, I always thought about how, what would happen if you wrapped a hot dog in bacon and American cheese, and then made it into a corn dog. Okay, so like, oh, a, so it's like, like the a, inside, and then it's yeah. What is a corn? It's like fried, or like what yeah, is on corn, top? Corn, fried, corn, being corn fried, yeah, bread. it's corn, but it's fried, and then and being fried is like the great equalizer for everyone because, you know, you have vegetarians and you have people like me, but like when it's fried, like everyone can get behind something that's fried. It's like you know the vegetarians can have fried okra, fried Oreos. Yeah, and we I can, and I can mm. have fried chicken. Yeah, we we did fried <laughs> avocado. Like. We did fried avocado yeah. yesterday. Tasted good, and everything. There's nothing, nothing fried. Bad. bad, yeah. Fried. Yeah. I mean, they fry everything. There's fried soda. It's weird. Corn dogs. Corn dogs are such. A I don't thing. understand how that works, but it's a thing. 
I saw a commercial for fried Twinkies, which I don't really understand because it's like they're already kind of fried. Yeah, but it's like in a box. Like it's like in a, it's in the supermarket and it's called fried Twinkies. I just saw it. I I don't really understand. It's really like crunchy outside. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. It's definitely. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely right. sometimes food, but it's still good. All right. If you could have a mascot that would follow you around and represent you, uh, what would your mascot be? Personal mascot. Oh man. See, this was the one question I couldn't really answer. It's a tough question. It is impossible. It's, it's impo- I don't know if it's impossible. We've gotten some good ones. Uh, I guess if I had like a softball team and I needed a mascot, especially from around here, I'd probably just get that scrappy old man. Yeah. <laughs> I like mascots. No, no, no. I like mascots that are people. Like I like the uh, like Notre Dame guy because he's a dude. You know, I don't want some like like a Philly fanatic. That's fun. You mean a leprechaun? <laughs> but a person who's a real person. Yeah, wait, did you just, are you just talking shit on the, the fanatic? No, Because we I don't love, take kindly on those fanatics. He's a real person. These Galapagos. The, I love the fanatic. But, like, what is he? Kindly. He's a, whatchamacallit. He's a fanatic. Is what does a, he mean? It's a fanatic for yeah. pH. It's an animal. Yeah. It's a, it's a uh, species of its own. Okay. Uh... Yeah, his Look, his country was going like a undergoing a terrible civil war, and he was yeah. a refugee, and he came to Philadelphia, sanctuary city, and you know made a life for yeah. himself. And all you see <laughs> is just a fanatic now when you look at him. How dare you? How dare you? You're right. <laughs> plus his nose and his his ability to dump popcorn. On plus people. he's got that shirt cannon, which is pretty pretty sweet. Hot dog cannon's better though. That's true, but. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I can't I mean, even. Def- I can't even have that. Like, you can't defend the shirt over the hot dog. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, I'll take. They're both made out of the same material. Too. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, lastly, uh, what's your walk-up music? Uh, since I'm like a big. Um, if you pick of, your own TJ, <laughs> you pick no, a no, no, song. No, no. Be, since yeah. I like, I'm like highly susceptible to pop music, and I used to DJ happy hours. I'd probably do the Kells Bells. Because everyone loves that song, even if you don't yeah, love sure. that song. And, and, and you got to entertain everybody. I don't want to pick some obscure, like, pop music song. Yeah. Although I do like Kesha. I'm oh down with Kesha. God. Timber? Timber, Kesha. one of my favorite songs, yeah. just in general. Which Kesha? I feel like Hell, Hell's There's Bells no... is, a, is a little hard because it's such a long intro. Yeah, I guess you're right. Well, I'll take my time. <laughs> <laughs> what Kesha song? Dude, there's none, there's none that, like, translate to, like, a walk-up song. But Your Love Is My Drug is an excellent song. I don't know that one. It's like, Your Love Is My Drug. Yeah, I'm you should probably just make it the outro song. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You know, this way everyone will know. Well then, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Uh, we definitely know a little bit more about you than we did before. Um, yeah, I don't. I knew all that stuff before <laughs> the <up>. conversation. <laughs> all right, I. Um, yeah, it's gonna be in the '80s on Tuesday, which is weird, but it, it's you know global warming. Yeah, I'm sure it'll cool down game time, but still nice. No, it's probably gonna be actually probably gonna be a really warm. nice night for uh, softball. So I look forward to seeing you guys on Tuesday. Uh, Clegger, we're gonna have to we're gonna start compiling uh, 
you know, ballot stuff. You're right. We do have to start thinking about, sadly, the end of the, the season. And, you know, we got to dole out the awards. Most yeah. valuable player, improved, best dancer. Pretty standard stuff. Right. Uh, I really liked the results. Maybe not the result, but I really liked the fact that we uh, got everybody else involved with it. So I, I look forward to uh, doing it again this year. Yeah, you know, I think that the the results are going to be very controversial this year. I think I think it's, it's a, I think it's going to be super close. Yeah, well, obviously, I mean, Claire's in charge of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you guys. Maybe I need some rehab, or maybe just need some sleep. I got a sick obsession. I'm seeing it in my dreams. I'm looking down every alley. I'm making those desperate calls. I'm staying up all night, hoping hit my head. Crackhead. What you got, boy, is hard to find.